Hello, and welcome to the Navigating Business Podcast, where we dive into the stories and lives of small business owners around the country to learn about their triumphs, their failures, and everything in between. I'm Nate Hendricks, and I'm here today with Audrey Hutnick, the owner of Small Wave Marketing. Audrey, how's it going? Going well. How about yourself? Yeah, going well here as well. Thanks for coming on to the podcast today. We're excited to learn more about you and about Small Wave. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your business and about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I am a co-founder of Small Wave Marketing. So we're a marketing consulting agency, which we're focused on inspiring the business growth of nonprofits and small businesses. And we do this through attainable and affordable marketing. And so um, really this came about because um, both myself and my business partner, Katie Smithy, we really come from strong nonprofit backgrounds and really seeing the, the disconnect between limited time and limited budget, which ultimately keeps that, that growth at bay. So um, kind of together, we joined our, our minds and, and started Small Wave Marketing. Yeah, very cool. And I love the focus on nonprofits. I feel like that's something that you don't really see too often in, in the marketing world is kind of a focus on that niche. So you said that comes from a background for both of you in the nonprofit sphere. What do you like about working with nonprofits? Yeah, definitely. Something that I always stick with is kind of that mission-minded work. And I, I feel like oftentimes that, that phrase is a bit cliche, but what I truly enjoy about mission about nonprofits is just kind of staying true to the ultimate goal and the reason, and not to say that's not true with other businesses, but I feel like because budgets are so tight and you're really working off of your resources with nonprofits, I feel like you really need to stay tight to your mission. And ultimately everyone that I work with is usually there for the same common goal. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. All pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So I always love learning about different business names and how those came to be just because <laughs> I feel like when you're starting a business, that is such a fun, fun part in some ways, also maybe stressful, you know, you're yeah. like, this, <laughs> this seems like it's going to be such a big part of the identity. So where did small wave come from? Totally. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, everything kind of comes back to that, that two prong approach of limited time, limited budget. And so oftentimes it's just like, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, so I just don't know where to begin. And small wave, we're really kind of working on that like ripple effect um, way of thinking. So it's, yeah, you, you may not go from no marketing to this world-renowned website and, you know, this well, well-known business, but what you can do is you can create a strategy, you can create actionable steps and kind of chip away and, you know, create those ripples that ultimately make a big difference in the long run. Yeah, that's great. I think you guys really, really found a good one there. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's always a fun conversation with me because you can, you know, go with the really obscure names that people have to ask about to understand. Yeah. And then you have others, you know, that, that are, make a little bit more sense there. So, so how long have you guys been in business? So officially since May, so okay. just about five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So relatively new. What's been, been the tr- transition to being a business owner been like, you know, moving from kind of the employee sphere of things, you know, not, not necessarily controlling your own destiny in every single way to, wow, I own this business or at least co-own this business and, and it's all up to me. What's that been like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's definitely the ability to make the decisions that I haven't been able to make previously. So um, for us, um, we really stick true to our values or at least really strive to. And so 
for instance, authenticity is one of our values. And so we really strive to represent the business, businesses and the missions that we truly believe in and can get behind. Um, and so as business owners, I feel like we can make that decision of the clients we work with um, and that we wholeheartedly um, you know, are excited to market. And I think that that's one of the biggest things is you're not just, you know, given something to do or to work on. It's okay. Does this feel right? Does this align with what we're trying to do as a, as a business? Yeah, definitely. And I know we didn't necessarily talk about this beforehand when we were chatting a little bit, but what have been some of the, um, you know, as far as, I don't know, the, the back end or administration side of things, but what have been some of the kind of fun parts of that, about that, you know, getting outside of the actual, marketing side that mm -hmm. you're obviously skilled in but along with that there's a lot of other pieces that come into business ownership right so what, what have been some yeah. of the the fun things and, and challenging things that have come up with that as well yeah so so many other parts outside of marketing i mean i think it all starts with even um our business entity you know kind of making that decision and the, doing the research it's like is llc what's right for us um you know kind of going through that and so it's from that very moment, it's kind of diving in and making smart decisions. So, you know, even when we got our bank account, like we, we took a selfie on that day and it was just kind of <laughs> like that pivotal, like, oh, we have our own, um, you know, debit cards. Yeah, this so, is real now, right? Yeah. It feels real. Yeah. And then, and then it's also a spiral. So, you know, once we got our LLC and we were able to open up a bank account, then we were able to kind of figure out invoicing, you know? And so it's kind of like, it, it really was, we need to go down the checklist and make sure we're doing it. And then, and then kind of going back to that checklist and like, okay, did we do it right? Are we missing anything? So it's definitely been a ton of learning for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I remember when I was going through that process as well, it felt like there were so many things. And like you said, once you kind of start doing some of those first ones, yeah. it, it kind of moves fast. You're like, oh, we, ha we have the LLC or we have the EIN. Now we can do the business account. And then once we have the business account, then we can get into these, like you said, payment processing. For someone who is thinking of starting their own business or, you know, is just kind of in those beginning stages, do you have any advice for them on, on kind of how to get through that beginning process where, the, where there's, you know, so many possibilities? We have logo, name, like you said, LLC, all the, all the different possibilities. What advice would you give them um, going through all those different pieces in, in that process? Yeah, I would absolutely say just don't go at it alone in the sense that there's a lot of resources and a lot of free resources for getting a business started. Um, for instance, just today I got off the call with someone from um, the SBDC, um, which is a free resource. Um, also, score something else. Um, and then, you know, depending on kind of the niche that you're in, I've, I've been in touch with some like small business women groups. So I think that from the get go, just kind of see what the resources are, are out there that are free and accessible. Um, and then see what the questions are that you need answered from that point. Um, because it's, it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything about starting a business, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, very few people know, know what they're doing the first time. Right. So mm -hmm, you're not alone. Sure. Was there anything that you ran into that was, was very different than you thought it would be? You know, when I think about that for myself, it was, it was marketing in some ways. I thought, well, I'm working with small business owners and there's literally millions of small business owners. Mm -hmm. There's going to be, you know, walking in the door waiting for me. Was, <laughs> was there anything for you that was similar to that, you know, um, where, where it was very different than you expected or is, it was challenging mm -hmm. in a way that you didn't foresee? 
Yeah, I would say one thing, I mean, so clearly we had started a business in a pandemic, so we knew that going <laughs> in. Um, but I think, you know, both myself and my business partner, we're very people, pe people, people. <laughs> and so um, going to networking events and meeting people in person, like all that comes, feels more natural to us um, and kind of forming relationships that way versus kind of um, being forced to do it online, of course, but then also doing it, you know, from the very beginning. I think that that's been a little bit different in the sense that we just kind of need to rely on on that screen and the video to kind of form those relationships, which I think is very common for many people. Um, and it's just kind of an interesting kind of being forced into doing that from the beginning of a business. Yeah, you guys definitely were in a unique situation there and are continuing to be. So big kudos for, for beginning a business amidst COVID-19. So that's pretty impressive. So, you know, thinking about it from, you know, yeah, yeah, your perspective as a business owner, I suppose. But what are, you know, like we said with COVID, it, it, it's a crazy time to be a business owner. It's, I mean, it's honestly, it's a crazy time to be a human. But what do you think businesses can contribute um, to their communities, to their networks in a time such as this, where it's kind of a time of, you know, a lot of, I don't know if chaos is too strong of a word, but definitely upheaval and uncertainty. What do you think small businesses can, can contribute to those around them in times like this? Yeah, I love that question. I, for me, one of the things that this pandemic has really highlighted is just the power of coming together and supporting one another wherever you can. And so um, I know, for instance, on the business side, when we were kind of coming up with our own business model, we, we really felt strongly at the very least kind of making our initial two hour consultation a pay what you can model because we didn't want that to be um, kind of that barrier that really separates people that have these, these, these questions um, that we would be able to easily solve and kind of keep them out of that, the, the answer. So um, for us, I know it's just been kind of allowing that two hour consultation to kind of assist where we can, whoever we can. And I think that that can kind of go across the board, um, you know, in, in whatever ways, people can contribute knowledge or services or um, product, whatever it is. I think that there's a little bit of a way that um, everyone can help each other out. And for me, that's definitely something been highlighted by the pandemic. Yeah, that's super cool. So basically you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, all these different small businesses are coming from all these different areas and passions and skill sets, and they can all contribute pieces of that to support one another in some way. Is that kind of yeah, what you're saying? Totally. Yeah, and I, you know, of course, as a business, you have to, you know, keep your your business model profitable. But I think mm -hmm. that, you know, if you kind of take a moment and see, you know, what are some ways that won't truly impact it too much, but can ultimately make a difference? And I think that that's what's important to take a look at. Yeah. And I mean, from a business perspective as well, like you said, you know, obviously we need to need to make money and make a profit as business owners, but also when you're providing value to other business owners, you're also just building goodwill and trust in a network in a lot of ways as well, even if someone doesn't necessarily become the biggest client, right? So yeah, I love that. And, and I love that, especially thinking of it from how different so many business owners are. You know, even like you said, you know, you have the skill set of, of marketing and communication and thinking about it that way. That's something that a lot of business owners don't have, but they're very good at other very specific skill sets. So, you know, oftentimes I think that's, that's one of the best parts of the business community is there's just so many people who are really skilled at different things and kind of that, that connection yeah. is really fun to think about. So that's yeah, super that, cool. 
definitely that that community feel and kind of contributing where you can. That's what that's what I try to and strive to do for sure. Yeah, definitely. So if we have any, you know, nonprofit uh, business, uh, nonprofit, I guess, uh, owners or partakers, shareholders, if we have any, any listeners who are kind of nonprofit related, what, uh, you know, I don't want to obviously have you share all of your marketing secrets, mm-hmm. but, but what are a couple of things you, you would, a couple of tips maybe you would give to, mm-hmm. to people in that situation who are kind of just getting into the marketing world yeah. or, you know, looking at all their marketing options and thinking, wow, there, there's a lot of different ways we could go with this. What are a couple tips or, or thoughts you would give? For sure. So two things. The first is start with a strategy, strategy, start with a plan. It's so common to be like, okay, I need a website. I'm going to build a website, but I challenge everyone to take a step back and be like, okay, who will be viewing my website? What are the questions they'll be asking? What are the needs that they have? And, and using that strategy from the beginning. Um, and then with that, it's really utilizing the free resources out there before you dive into more expensive ones. Um, I kind of use the metaphor like when people are getting into a triathlon, it's very common to get all the really expensive gear, but you don't know if you like triathlon. So like take a step back, use the free tools. So get all set up on Google, um, use like a free Canva version kind of get your, your feet wet. And then if this really sticks and this is the angle of marketing you want to take, then go for it. Then you can invest a little bit more money into it. Yeah, that's great. Don't start with a huge marketing budget. Start small <laughs> and then go from there. Yeah. No, it's very easy. It's very easy to spend the money very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. I'm, yeah. I, I have seen the ad budgets, you know, on Facebook, <laughs> like when I started, I was like, Facebook ads, let's go yeah. spend a bunch of money. Yeah. You can go through money fast. So <laughs> good advice. Well, yeah, really interesting insights. Anything else, uh, any other thoughts you have on, on marketing or business ownership for us before we wrap it up here? I just think it's um, sticking with a community. I think it's very easy, especially if you're a solo business owner, um, to kind of get in your little hole and, you know, kind of go through the challenges on your own. But from my own experiences, especially working with a business partner, it's, you know, reach out. If you have a question, there's usually people looking to help or direct you to some help um, in a variety of topics. And so use your resources and your community. Hmm. That's yeah, really solid advice. The, the small business network of owners, I think, is is really helpful, and I think that is underrated. Like you're saying, there's so many yeah. people really willing to share their time and expertise. So I love that. If you are listening and you are a small business owner or thinking of starting a small business, that's maybe one of the first things to think of is ask around. There's a lot of people willing to help. So, well, thanks so much, Audrey. Really great insights. Thanks for sharing about your business. It was exciting to hear about it today. If you'd like to learn more about Audrey and in small wave marketing. Um, how she can help you, help, help your business, your nonprofit. We're going to put some information about her business in the description below so you can check them out there. But we are all out of time. So listeners, thanks for jumping into business with us this week. And we will see you next time on the Navigating Business Podcast.